This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, Arthur Motes here with my guy, Mr. Wesley Euler. What up, though? And uh, yeah, I've been just stalling. Say, can, can I just say something real quick? Go ahead. Go, get you know, off I your just, chest l- If you want to get off your chest, go ahead. Last segment's always the time that I start thinking about, like, oh, you know, we're heading home soon. What am I going to have for lunch? You know, just when I think about, like, that three-minute commute that you have home, it really ticks me off, you know? Mm, I need to get me a big house on the big side of town. Oh, here he goes. Here he goes. <laughs> I don't apologize for my house's location. I don't apologize for the convenience that is now showing up to the office. Like, at least before, I mean, you know, you had a little bit of a commute. A little bit. I had, I had It was legit, especially when it would get this time of year and the weather started getting a little rough. Mm-hmm. I got to deal with that interstate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah those days are over, though. And I've earned it. I'm happy. You know why? You because could almost sled right here. Years, because for three years, I've been coming to the building, mm-hmm. and I've been having a text to get in. That's true. So if I got a text to still get in, I should at least be able to take a three-minute commute. Okay? You haven't had a text to get in this week. Barely. We'll see, though. Ba- barely. I've been told that there's a security badge for you floating around, all actually. I know, all I know is this. I was one person being in their corner office and particularly if they would have left to go to the mm-hmm. bathroom for me having to text you today. That's all. He just happened to see me, and I'm glad that he recognized me because I'm probably like a lunatic. I'm over here with my food in one hand, drink. I got my work bag. I'm over here like, what? I, like I said, I got all this big, bright pink sweatshirt. I'm just but, like, you know, because my daughter wanted to match. She's like, Dad, I'm wearing pink today. You should wear pink. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to put the pink on. So I got this big pink sweatshirt on, bro. I mean, you know how I look. It's, it's crazy at times. But that's the only reason why I ain't text you today. I still, we're about to go on four years now. This might be four I years. I know. This is our fourth this season. This is our fourth season because yeah. we didn't start at the beginning of the year. We started in like, right. I, was it October, November yeah. time frame? But was, you know, we're counting. No, it was November because I had just got back. I was still, uh, I was still employed in October. That's right. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> You're still employed. You were still employed by the Cardinals <laughs> in October. I still had to go to AZ. Uh, now, folks, imagine that. Imagine mm-hmm. being an NFL athlete, an NFL linebacker employed by the Arizona Cardinals, and the next thing you know, you're hosting radio with some long-haired jabroni named Wes Euler, who you have to text to even get into the building. It's like, Arthur hey, Motes, your humility knows no bounds, I tell you. Hey, hey, Mr. Wesley, is it okay if I call you Mr. Wesley? Do you go by just Wes? Like Mr. Wes. <laughs> Motes is in the building. Let everybody know. Straight up. Yeah, life's changed here a little bit. No, it definitely has. I mean, in our, in our old building, and I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with the big gold building right off the parkway with the DVE on the side. That was our old studios for like the last 30 years. Not that Motes and I have been around that long but we kind of had our, we had our own little corner we were, we were peaceful nobody bothered us especially for like the last two years of yeah. during covid so many so much of the company's been working from home and we didn't see the important people every day we did not i'm still getting you seeing the important people but you come in here now these yeah. new studios everyone's here it's all hands and, on deck and, these and studios all, are like fish bowls so you can it's see all glass yeah yeah I'm it's like, not like dang. our old dingy <laughs> basement apartment almost that we have i kind of love it i kind of miss it I ain't gonna lie, I kind of miss it too. Cause, but I, I, you know, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was our, us. it was our thing. It was yeah, us, you know? it might have been the gutter, but it was our gutter. It was our gutter. It was our trap. Okay? I come from the gutter. It was our trap. I notice. Yeah. I, I was, I told you this. I was laughing when I came in today. I saw a couple people that I haven't seen for like two years, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, Wes, look at you with the glasses. You got glasses. Look at," and I'm like. 
Man, you guys really have been working from home for a long time. Seriously, you? man. It is nuts, man. It is nuts. But a guy that has been working at home and on the road, though. Oh. How about Mr. T.J. Watt? That's a transition right man. there. Man. Now, I was so happy that I had missed this while I was in the stadium because obviously in the stadium, we don't get the broadcast. Sure. The whole time we're in there in our section, we're all counting three sacks because we totally missed him touching Baker mm-hmm. down and mm-hmm. getting that fourth one. So we're in the stands. We're like, man, come on, man. We need another one. Man, get him another one. So we leave, obviously. We find that he has the four. And we're like, oh, he's, he's over right 20. there for yeah. the record. Yeah. Let's go. Yep. I felt like initially when I left out of that stadium that he had this Defensive Player of the Year award locked up. You talk about legitimately accounting for team victories. We can point to that. That Seahawks game for a fact we can point to. Yep. Like, we've seen him show up big in big moments. We've mm-hmm. seen him show up big and got to have his situations. Primetime games, he continues to just play absolute bonkers, mm-hmm. right? So I was saying to myself, I'm like, man, he has to have this thing locked up, right? He has to have this thing almost unanimous. I mean, that's got to be where it is. So I wanted to present the question to you because I know you aren't as biased as I can be about TJ at times. Because for me, I still remember when he was rookie. I'm like, yo, that's my well, guy. Your teammate. Like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, that's your I teammate. I think that he's the best guy ever. <sighs> Do I still need to be concerned about the guys from Dallas? Michael Parsons. Whew. And, and Mr. Was it Tray- Trayvon Diggs? Yeah, I because Diggs is sitting at what eleven interceptions, ten or eleven, number. and he has he has obviously the game coming up this week in prime time as well. If I remember correctly, there is supposed to be in prime time. Correct. So I'm asking myself if the same feeling that I have from TJ because of his performance in prime time, could those two guys potentially do something similar if Parsons gets another sack and a half? That's sitting, what, 15 sacks, and he didn't even rush the passer for the first, what, six, seven games? Like, it's crazy. While mm-hmm. still playing inside linebacker as well and doing it as a rookie. For me, my only argument against him is he's a rookie. And I just don't feel like they would give it to a rookie. Right, right. But that's really my only argument against him right now. Like, yeah, yeah. If that makes sense, because he has shown that he is all pro and elite at two very different positions. Correct. In terms of what they're required to do, and he's doing this as a rookie. But then I said, okay, what if Diggs were to get another pick? Or if it was a pick six or two picks or two interceptions, does that change the dynamic? Or has TJ legitimately done enough that regardless of what those two guys do, you know, in their game this weekend, it still isn't going to matter? Motes, for, for, for Diggs, I don't think it's going to matter. All right, now I see what you're about to do. I, I know you can see. Uh, now, see this, what you're is, about to do now. this is our new studios. You can uh-huh. see what I'm looking up over and, here. And I'm waiting on you to say because I was. He had 10 sacks before. He had 10 interceptions before. Xavier ha- Howard had 10 interceptions last mm-hmm. year, and I don't think he even. Did he finish in the top three? But you have to remember, last year was a little bit different. Last year, you still had Aaron Donald playing at a high level. You had TJ Watt playing at a high level. So you had guys that are usual suspects in terms of AD. You had the upcomer in terms of TJ. This year is drastically different. That is true. That's a this fair point. This year has been wide open. Even and, even the year when Gilmore won it, it was still not as open as it currently is right now. Like, we weren't coming into the last game of the season. Any of these years saying legitimately that we think, man, any of, you know, three or four guys could legit. We always thought it was, man, we feel like it should be TJ. But it's going to be Aaron But Dom. it's probably going to be Aaron Dom. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, that's, that's where that I've it. been for the last two years. Right, yeah. whereas this year it's been a legit roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And we've seen what? It started out with the Miles Garrett train. 
Then it shifted to TJ. Mm-hmm. Then it went back to Miles. Then Diggs had it. Then Parsons popped it. Like, I do feel like it's been a lot of parody in this, and that's, the, that's my reasoning for having just a little bit more concern because we've seen TJ go off. We've seen TJ have impressive sack numbers. We've seen TJ have impressive seasons before. But we've also seen him snubbed now on multiple occasions when we were talking about winning defensive player of the year. Maybe not the Gilmore year, but I definitely felt last year he, you know, he's Agreed. that guy. He should have been it. Agreed. So when we're talking about this, I'm just maybe I'm just a little hesitant or I, I don't want to get yeah. hurt again. A little gunshot, it, it, yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's what it is. You don't want to get hurt again. Arthur Motes, I'm telling you, I don't think you're going to have to worry about that. You told me that last year. <laughs> there, there's a lot of things that play into this, okay? Number one, it is, it's it's really hard to win this award as a cornerback. But we saw one. We did. We did to see Stephon Gilmore. Past two years. But my goodness, that season that he had was unreal. Like Trayvon Diggs, for as great as he is at creating splash plays, mm-hmm. he I, gives up. I, I, yes. I like. I don't think voters look at Trayvon Diggs that year that Stephon Gilmore won it. Right. Yeah. Unless you were a Patriots hater. Right. It was easy. He was the unquestioned best defensive back in football. Very true. I don't know if people are saying that about Diggs right now. See, I know a lot I of people probably still say Ramsey's had a better but, year. So this is the thing. I don't think people view Diggs as being the best corner. I think people view Diggs as being the best at splash because he's not just getting picks either. He's taking them to the house. It's true. And when we talk about Xavier Howard, Xavier had the picks. He wasn't taking them to the house. And he played in Miami, and Miami was struggling at the time. Dallas is not. Dallas is a what 11 12 no, They're going to win their division. They're going to win their division. I think in fact I think they already have. This is the Cowboys so the brand itself. Sure. sure. So we know when we're talking about voters not vo- voters don't hit the oh like like how we are really ground level deep diving every week. They're not all voters They're do watching that. the national games. Right. Which helps to, he's had big performances and, and, and in those games. And that has helped him. But Parsons has too. And that's the part where I'm like, yeah. man, which you know mm. they love storylines and that's the other part for me they where do. I'm like both of these guys, in terms of TJ and Micah, have legit I think that's the race right now. I do, too. I really think it's between those guys. And the reason why I say I still think TJ should have it locked up is because I just don't think the NFL is going to give it to a rookie. Buddy, I, I agree with you 100% on that's, that. Like, but that's, we know how these awards work. They're not always as cut and dry as they should literally, be. literally, that is like my only reasoning and to say no. I think the other side of that is, too, these voters are going to say, T.J. Watt has been probably the best pass rusher in the NFL yeah. now for three straight years, mm-hmm. and he's been unfortunate. You know, he's <laughs> he's played in the same era as one of the greatest defensive linemen ever in yes, Aaron Donald. Very true. T.J.'s do- – like, we know now, how this works, this and I my- don't want to say it's a lifetime achievement for Correct. T.J. because he's still- – but I think they'll think he's due. It's his time. Now – I do agree with a lot of the things you said right there. But one thing you said, I do think that nationally some voters might look at that a little differently in the sense of when you said he is the best pass rusher. If we're just saying, you know, in terms of numbers, absolutely. But people's rebuttal is when you look at what Michael Parsons has been able to do. Oh, sure. Those numbers, those numbers in from, that amount of time. Yeah. That's rivaling that when you're really talking, and that's just some of the things we talk about, like the nuance of, and we would talk about Aaron Donald and how man his numbers weren't better than TJ's, but it's like well where he's doing it from is more mm-hmm. impressive, right? From the interior of the defensive right. line to get sacks, is, and I can he see makes it look he, way too easy. I can legitimately hear the argument of Micah doesn't do this full time; he moves around. He's a legit inside linebacker as well. He could probably be a Pro Bowl caliber inside linebacker if he wanted to. Hundred percent. Like that's where he's at with this thing right now. So when I think of that and I think of these voters, I could easily, and this is the part where I'm just so fretful of, mm. well, if TJ, I mean, he's the best pass rusher, but, I mean, 
this kid right here finished with 15 sacks, and he only did it for seven, eight weeks. Like, mm-hmm. what's this about? Yeah. And he still had 100 tackles from the inside spot. Like, Do you think that there'll be people, and again, this isn't, I'm making it seem like it's like the Hall of Fame style right, right. where everyone sits in a room and debates. <laughs> right. But do you think people will look at TJ and say, wow, look at the time he missed and his numbers are still insane? Right, because that is his most impressive argument. I mean, the fact that he's, I mean, I really hope he breaks this record. I really if he does, if he has a sack and a half yeah. next week, I don't think they can deny him. I would hope not. I would hope not. Because but that would, is my it'd concern. Be one of though, those storyline things for the NFL yeah. too, right? Because he did it record breaking, and he didn't take the seventeen games to do it, right? Because I do a, think it. He's, it, only it play, he's only played twelve full games. Twelve this season? full games. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, because otherwise, if it would took seventeen, it does water it down, and sure. I don't think it's it like what you're talking about same. with Jamar Chase yes. passing Justin Jefferson. In Absolutely, week you got to do it in seventeen instead of week eighteen. Right, he did it. In 16, 16 games. games. Yeah. And that's that's when it matters. Well, you heard a guy like Cooper Cup. It's like, man, I'm breaking these records, but it's not the same. So I got an extra game over here. I think it should have an asterisk next to it. Like, I, I do agree with that part. But, yeah, that's that's my biggest, you know, dilemma with this, man. But enough about us. Hmm. We, we, we did say that we were going to open it up to the power grid, the ah, megawatts. Ah, yes. And I do feel guilty because I went a little longer than I would like to. Why? Well, because it's your I most like, host Wednesday, but but we well it it was we my I feel like I was like a West host featuring moats. <laughs> That's ah, what it felt like right. today. Because you came out the gun. I ah, was hey, where's Wesley Euler, and I'm with my sidekick, and I'm like, dang, I thought I Hold was on, the no, guy. You were my sidekick. This is today. not like, a uh, this is here, not man? a Batman and Robin relationship. <laughs> this is like um, I don't know. You told me I get to play TJ this week, and you be high. Who Smith. are two partners that are on equal footing? Hmm. Robert Plant and Jimmy Page, Led Zeppelin. There we go. Shaq and Kobe. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, some people would argue, but but probably yeah. yeah. I'd probably argue that too. Um, that's why I think like maybe the musician thing is the better. Uh, like uh, like mm-hmm. Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. Yeah. What about Kane and Undertaker? Ooh, but see, I think even people would say Kane's like the Robin in that. In that. You think so? I don't mind being your Robin. Listen, you're the one who spent a decade you in the NFL. Kane was a Robin. I liked Kane more, but I'm, he didn't have like the. 57 years undefeated oh, at WrestleMania. Oh, my gosh. You know who you know who we are? I got it. We're uh, D-Generation X. Hey. We're, 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 Triple H, <laughs> we're Triple H and Shawn Michaels. That's I it. I got two words for you, baby. Go Steelers. Yes. <laughs> but anywho, let's hit the Twitter.com and see what the folks are talking about, uh, Just man. real quick, too. Our buddy Brian Bacco yes. tweeting, Steelers today, this afternoon, activate Joe Schobert, Devin Bush, Chris Wormley, Arthur Mollette, Zach Banner, and Anthony McFarland all from the COVID list. Let's go. That's good news heading into the last game of the season. Yeah, really good news, especially when you talk about uh, just the health element of it. Devin and uh, Banner, man, they've been up there for what, almost two weeks now. So it was good to see those guys have finally gotten back yes. good, you know? Because yes. anytime you see a guy's like in the NFL lasting up there that long, that probably means they're experiencing a little bit more than the typical that we've seen Runny from NFL guys. Or, right. Yeah. Especially with the the new rules in terms of guys being able to come back faster. So for them to stay up there yep. that long, that definitely, you know, was a little bit more concerning. But I am glad to see that they're healthy enough to be activated now. Completely agree. Julie tweets us, our resident Canadian member oh, of Steelers Canada. Nation. Uh, Parsons is the only one I worry about. Hope he has an average game week 18, but it's TJ's year. Diggs allows too many yards. I think that's, I think that's, and you know what, too? Mm. One more caveat to this. Do you think Diggs and, because let's be honest, too, voters, while you said, like, you kind of laid it out, they, I feel voters have a regional regional bias. They do. Like, if you live in the East Coast time zone, if you cover the AFC North and you mm-hmm. watch a lot of Steelers football, you're probably like, man, it's TJ Watt. Right. 
if you live in Texas mm-hmm. or you live in Arizona and, and you're a more Cowboys centric, I wonder if those two split the vote. Like, I feel like this happens sometime in Heisman times where, mm-hmm. like, one team will have two great Heisman candidates, but the other guy gets it because their media splits the votes there on those two guys. Listen, I hope that's the case, but. Once again, this isn't a regional brand we're That's talking about in the, Dallas or the or Pittsburgh Steelers. Exactly, yeah. both of those. That's like, a good point. This is kind of like that rare that rarity where you get two, you know, sets of teams that transcend just the regular vein of conference or region or even sport. I mean, we talk about we talked about it the other day. We said, man, the Cowboys, the Steelers, those are. They're just brands. They're global brands. brands. Like global, like you, you can go to any country your, and you'll see right. those logos. You compare them to your Man United, mm-hmm. your, you know what I mean? Like, like Yankees, th- th- Lakers. Thank you. <laughs> Th- those are the type of. <laughs> That's, I mean, it's it's like maybe 10, 10 maybe. Maybe 10. Steelers, so, Cowboys. So that's the part for Yankees. me where I say, once again, that makes me just nervous. Lakers, Celtics. That's five. United, Madrid. That's six and seven. I think Barcelona's in that conversation too. That would be eight. But we're still trying to find two more. Maybe the Dodgers. Maybe. Did you go Niners? Obviously, the Niners or Packers for like the older crew, just because they were part of like. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah. Packers, Packers is a good one. But I don't still, think. But you see how it's, it's getting watered down though now, right? You notice that. It, it, it's you can think down. of the first. <laughs> you can think of the first like six or seven real like, ah. quick. Yeah, real quick. Um, da, da, da. Rudy tweets us and says, uh, and Rudy is from Denver, remind everybody. He said the energy at the Steelers bar here in Denver Monday night was just as great as it was when I was in Pittsburgh for a game earlier this season. We were all chanting, thank you, Ben, as well. Let's that's, go. That's awesome. Man, and that's, that was pretty dope being in the stadium and seeing that, oh, man. Uh, that, that I can only imagine. That's something that, that just, whew. Yeah, even I mean, when they put it up on the big screen. Even for someone like, yeah. you know, you you played in the NFL for a decade, but that's still, that's oh, no, a no, no. unique, you, cool yeah. moment. You you never get too Which, cool by, for that, man. I tell you what, by the way, I was cracking up. I saw the video of everyone in the end zone rushing down. <laughs> I got You got to give me Deke's number. I got to text Deke and give him some. I saw Deke running down there like he was 12 years old trying De- to slap De- Ben's De- hand. Deke almost broke his neck, and guess what? He didn't get the he touch, He still ain't get the death. <laughs> City death, the guy in front of him and went to the guy got, behind You got to give me Deke's number. I got to text him. That's that's an L, cousin. It was hilarious. Yeah, no, no, that's funny. It was hilarious, I do, that's, man. That, that's, that's, the, that's the uniqueness of Deke, though, yes, is that yes. he is he doesn't pretend to hide it. No, he, no, he's complete all. 100% fan, yeah. emotionally like, invested. Oh, I've seen him all over the broadcast. Like, <laughs> he, he was there. Hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, Steelhead tweets us and says, what's up, cousins? Just want to say I love listening to you guys. Got you guys on in the speakers in my barber shop right now. Full of Raiders fans. Hey, let's go. And y'all better not tie out there either, Raiders fans. Yeah. All right. Just Come on, out silver there. and black. Yeah. Either win it or lose it. Steelhead, do you know what yeah. we call Yeah, Raiders. Do they know we used to play Autumn is a Raider? Come on now. Win it for us or you could lose it for us, but you better not tie. <laughs> Jason tweets us and says, I'm sure I'm not alone when I say that Monday night's game could not have been any more of an emotional roller coaster from seeing Ben take the last kneel down to the shot of him and his whole family walking down the tunnel once in a lifetime moment. Yeah, that, again, Hollywood cinematic, mm-hmm. that shot of him and his family walking down the tunnel. You, you can't write this stuff. And, and that's a good way to put it, Jason. Once uh, once in a lifetime moment for sure. We, we could all live for another hundred years and not see anything quite like that. Yeah. Um, Irie tweets us and says, definitely teary-eyed after that one. The energy at Heinz Field was amazing. I am so glad I made the journey to Pittsburgh. Still undefeated when I'm watching live in Pittsburgh. I should move there for the season to ensure a 9-0 and home record. Yeah. Dang you, working responsibilities. Yeah, come on. I really got to take one yeah, for the team. Relocate. We got property out here. 
Right. <laughs> we got yeah, property, we got property out, out here. here. Yeah, we, we get you a spot. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, the Steelers should give you a stipend for next season. Seriously, and see how if, it you, goes. if you're undefeated like that, man, I need to see a larger sample size, man. Jeez. <laughs> Julie says that the Monday night was perfect. I felt like I needed a smoke after that game. <laughs> Satisfaction was sublime. <laughs> I don't even smoke cigarettes, and I needed one after that game. Stevie, one of them little parts, man. I'm feeling too good right now. (laughs) Lexi tweets us and says, what an amazing (laughs) send-off for Ben. Kind of wish Najee knelt down on the one for Ben to sneak it in for his last touchdown. Mm. I am disappointed in the subpar performances by the wideouts. Seemed to be too many drop balls that were catchable. Well, hold on, Lexi. Now, we're just trying to keep it in the positive. Say, keep you, it in the positive you, here. You, you notice when we were talking about the performance of the team and the offense, <laughs> we really didn't talk about anything other than Najee and the O-line. That was for a reason, okay? It was a historic day for multiple reasons, but we're not getting into that, all right? We stand on the positive. Frankie Z tweets us and says, Wes has new dad syndrome. It's like he makes fun of baby Olivia every time something goes wrong. (laughs) Him and TJ Watt for DPOY, our buddy Teddy. Hey, listen, fellas, you know, you got got to work with what you got. Hey, man. I'm still getting new to this thing. I I like this dad energy, though, man. I'm I'm all for big dad energy, dads out there that, you know, take pride in it because, you know, like the duality of man is the duality of fatherhood. Now Not everybody talking. is doing it like that. So some yeah, some man. people got kids that can get themselves out of bed already. Right, some right. of us, you know, we're still in that that early yeah. stage. Keith tweets us and says, "I'm going to miss Ben a lot. Glad to see him go out like that. It was a special emotional night. Let's finish the season strong and do a lot of praying for some help." Keith, you said mm-hmm. it, cousin. Let's go. <laughs> Keith, you said it, cousin. Don Juan tweets us and says, "My guy Najee came through. Also, how about uh?" How about the play of uh, the center? Um, we should keep um, JC at center. Another Bama guy and Roll move green, tide. move green to guard. It'll be very again. We got we got time for all those conversations yeah, throughout the off season. For everybody that says move green to guard, that's an easy thing to say. But which guard spot are you referring to? Trey uh, Turner's spot or Kevin Dotson's spot? Yes, because that was the whole. Every time we talk about that this year, oh, let's put him in guard. He's a natural guard. Put him in guard. Oh, oh, which one are you going to take out? Because I don't think that Green is playing better at guard over Dotson or Trey Turner, personally. Also, Arthur Motes, I agree with you. And with those conversations, I'm also hoping the Steelers do a little shopping in that department uh, this offseason. I would as well. I'm, you know, I'm all for competition in that in that whole unit. I don't think nobody should be above competition in that room. You know, uh, Pittsburgh hip-hop artist Mac Miller once mm-hmm. famously said in his song, R-I-P. You got to work with what you got. You got to work with what you got. But the Steelers don't have to. They no. can go shopping. Absolutely. And they have a lot. They're gonna have a lot more money this offseason. They're as well. gonna have a lot more money this offseason, well, too. But again, we'll talk about all that. Is that when it, when it, we're not put the cart before the horse here, cousins? Blake tweets us and says, "Been watching the Steelers since 2005. About the time that Ben became one, he is the last OG for me. I'm glad to have watched his remarkable career. It'll be weird not seeing him out there. Blake, me too. 30 years old. Ben's been there for 18 years. But you do no, the math. This is good. Now you could be the old curmudgeons that. You know, uh, talk back about, in my yeah, day, we played we so played now, defense yeah. back in my day. Yeah. We ran the football. And every time you young millennials that come up here and talk about Ben, and you got these old guys talking about Bradshaw, now you get to be that guy. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Embrace it. It means you're living a good life. Steeler Nation nine twenty says, "Love Big Ben send offs. Make me feel good to know he got what Terry Bradshaw feels he was robbed of. That's a good point. Again, it's it, that's it, you don't it, exactly. It's rare, man. Not you everybody, not get and not that. even when you say it like that, not everybody gets that. That makes it seem like still a decent amount of people no, get no, that. No, no, no. It's like it's like 
one percent of one percent get that. Not even five percent. Like we're talking like think about how that moment. Just think in the NFL. Who's the last guy to retire to get anything close to that? In the NFL, it's hard to re- like I said. I was racking my brain today. Derek Jeter was the only one I could remember. Right, I'm like in the NFL, we don't because we could we could talk about Peyton Manning, we could talk about Jerome Bettis, we could talk about John Elway, but that was that. the Super Bowl. That was right. not at their home field. Well, hey, let's be real. Super Bowl fans are different than your home team yeah, fans. Absolutely, home fans. Fifty percent of the people at Super Bowls are yeah, exactly. Super exactly. Bowl is corporate tickets, man. Let's be real about 100%. it. Hundred percent. You've got a lot of legit fans who do whatever they got to get to get in there, yeah, but but the it's majority 50% of them, yeah, neutrals at absolutely. least. Yeah. Joe tweets us and says, "How much more expensive would TJ be?" coming off of this season if he didn't sign the extension last offseason. Well, that's probably, you know. Especially when you see how the cap's going to go up here this Mm offseason as well, too. But he did decide to sign it, so he's good. He's locked in, right? Yep. You're good. That's right. You're good. I like it. Thrash tweets us and says, even though my toes haven't recovered yet, I don't think I could have asked for a better game. Seemed like every player and fan was doing everything they could to make it uh, the perfect send-off for Ben one last time at home. No, it was, man. It was. And my toes are a little cold as well. I, bro, it was cold out there. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> oh, it, well, hey, listen, it was cold. It was definitely, I wasn't there, and I know it was cold out there. Uh, me tweets us. Me. Me, where you been, cousin? I know, man. How you been? Westman, Dr. Motes. I was a mess watching the end of Monday night's game. Tears. Big Ben is my all-time favorite Steeler. I'm blessed to have watched his entire career as an adult, even remembering his first game in relief of Tommy Gunn in Baltimore in 2004 and his first TD to Anton Randall. L. Let's go. It's funny how these things work, too. Ben's career started in Baltimore. It's going to end in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. It's funny how those things uh, how those things work. Let's see. Da, 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 da. We got some questions here about uh, what would we do with Kendrick Green at center. Again, I'm not ignoring you guys. That's more. We'll do that more so in the offseason. Yeah, because the reason why we don't want to talk about that right now is just because it's a lot more moving pieces. We yeah. can talk about, oh, yeah, we'll move Kendrick here. But that changes if, say, Trey Turner doesn't return. That changes a lot. And also, what what if the Steelers in the draft take my man crush Tyler Lindenbaum? Or no. You know, like before you even get there, Terrell Edmonds. If he doesn't come back, that position becomes a right. way more of need. Right. You have to draft a safety. You still gotta decide what you're gonna do with Devin Bush and Joe Schobert. Oh. What are you doing with Joe Hayden? You need to replenish the defensive line as you know, well. Too. What are you doing with a Keller Witherspoon? Oh, like, goodness. That's my All thing. Right, like, sorry, Linderbaum. Yeah, yeah, you can't just my guy Linder. <laughs> Linder Dinderbaum, maybe yeah. it's not happening. So that's my other. Uh, but a that's, guy can dream. I know that's my reason why I don't want to talk about some of this just yet because, yeah, it's a lot of more pieces. I mean, it might be a quarterback that you like. Maybe, maybe, you, maybe you're a Kenny Pickett guy. I don't know if you are, but maybe you are. <laughs> well, I can tell you, you one know? person sitting in this studio is not. Yeah. Our buddy Ken, the, what up, Ken, the chef of our intro song, mm-hmm. says, I wasn't crying. You were. Ooh, I respect it, man. Uh, Yeah, DJ makes a good point here. Drew Brees had a good send-off. He did, but he also lost that game. Mm -hmm. It was at home, but he also lost that game. And I will – it doesn't – I mean, I'm sure it was still great and it was emotional. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't feeling the same off and no loss. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, because that's like the the, the perfect part for it. You know, it's just like you don't want the send-off after an L. 
No, you do not. No, because you, you want the ch- you want the cherry yeah. on top. Yeah. All right, couple more here, real quick before we get out of here. Gary tweets: I remember sitting in a bar in Oakland in 2004 when Ben was drafted. Where the bleep did the last 18 years go? <laughs> he didn't say bleep, but you know this is a family show. Thank you, Ben. Uh, Theodore tweets us and says: Definitely got a little teary eyed after Monday night's game. Way to go out, uh, sweeping the Browns in the midst. Absolutely, no, absolutely. absolutely. Um, and it was good vindication for him as well since last time the Browns were here. You know, for that postseason game, they did have success, and it wasn't, you know, the team's best performance. So it was good to get that rectified also. Our buddy Joe King, get it? Joe King. Hey, hey, hey. Says, where exactly is the 16th chapel, Wes? Is that in the Church of the Immaculate Reception? It absolutely is. No, 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 no. It's in the the Church of the Immaculate Extension. Ah. Immaculate Extension. Yeah, you know. It's kind of the same. It's kind of like Latter-day Saints versus Seventh-day Seventh Adventists. It's just like that. You know, know, Michelangelo, he didn't paint the first 15 chapels and then ask for help on the 16th one. I think he did. I was there. No, I'm playing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right, we got a lot of tweets today. Sorry, I'm trying to find all the ones that are about Ben and about this conversation. Again, a lot of you tweeted us about the offensive line. We will get into all that conversation, I promise you, more in the offseason. Mozi? I think that's all that I got. I Russell, like it. even Russell I just tweets, saw food pop up here, right? Well, see now, now see this is a this is a WVU related tweet in the uh, feed here at Tudor's Biscuit World. Okay, okay, okay. West Virginia breakfast spot. I was over here like it looks good. I don't know what it is though. Listen, that's what you, you know. It doesn't. Oh, now I need a breakfast. They're, they're the best breakfast sandwiches in the world. Well, you know, I, I hope one day I'll know. You know, one day I'll be able to go to West Virginia with you. You might know a season ticket holder you know? who's got some pool down there. What, what my problem is, the season ticket holder has pool in West Virginia, but I don't even got an access card. He don't even answer his phone sometimes. He watched me walk by 30 times this morning oh, stop looking it. for him, and he ain't even want to tell oh, me, stop hey, it. hey, most, don't freak out. I'm right here. I ain't I'm hard to find. You know, you know where to find me? Yeah. I'm outside. <laughs> I'm outside. <laughs> Last one, Rod Dollar says Drew Brees didn't spend his entire career with the same team, though. Oh, you are absolutely right, because he was definitely in San Diego first. Good call on that. Yeah. Great stuff today, folks. Love it. No, man, that was dope, man. That was a blast right there, man. As always, as we like to do, got to go down and do my shout-outs, man. So first, let me shout-out my producer, wah, 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 wah. Mr. Wesley. Oh, Uber. I got to get my uh, bing-bong back Come in the on, system man. here. Slacking on the job. <sighs> Yeah, you moving. St- Listen, no excuses. Play like a champion, but I, I got a fair excuse today. And I like how you moved that screen like it was really gonna do something different. Well, no, I, I thought maybe <laughs> if there was the search bar open behind it, I could type in Bing Bong real quick. Uh, but the search bar is okay, not up, okay. and you can't open the search bar when you're recording. See, you messed up putting me behind the camera with it's you now, of, man. I'm behind the screen. I know, but I'm you know what? Though I'm gonna here. make you start pushing these nope, buttons. <laughs> nope, I don't want to learn anything. <laughs> uh, real quick here, uh, Lieutenant Dan's legs. <laughs> there he is. Says. For that snafu at the beginning of the show, I should have to shave my head for stepping on your toes. And then Wallace chimes in and said, Wes could then enter the Craig Wolfley lookalike contest. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jeez. You guys are ruthless. Hey, but with that being said, though, shout out to the Power Grid and the Megawatts. Because of your participation, you always make this show a ton of fun. Yes. And that's just the way we like to do it, man. But last and certainly not least, let me give a shout out to my co-host. Bing bong. My partner in crime. There he is, Mr. Wesley Euler. One more time for the good hill. You know, listen, I like to think we do good radio for the most part, but... No, well, we just show up, bro. Today today was nice. I mean, maybe maybe you should send the Captain Seymour more often. No, 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 I don't agree with that. You know what it is? We always just both... We needed to be on the same side of the, the studio it, over here. That's, That's the it. magic. It, it changed everything. I'm like, man, I know when we're coming out of the breaks now. I know we got Instead commercials. Instead of looking each other in the eyes, now yeah. we're doing 90-degree angles. I like it. <laughs> but with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the rest of your day. You already know where to find us. As always, on your 24-7 home 
of the Black and Gold Stillus mm-hmm. Nation mm-hmm. Radio. There it is. You're listening to the official voice of Black and Gold Nation. Beloved Black and Gold. SNR.